Well, all right. Greetings and welcome to uh, Just My Opinion. I am your host, Ken Lambert. This is our Sunday Wire for May 2nd, 2021. On today's show, I'll have some headlines, and we'll check in with our friends at Doppler Ganger Satire for an update. And of course, I'm going to have my final thoughts of the day. All right, let's get right into our first item. But ban. The Biden administration has announced that sometime in 2022, they'll be banning menthol cigarettes, reasoning that they are pushed towards the black consumer. Well, the reaction has been mixed so far. Uh, Non-smoking people are mostly in favor of the ban, and uh, menthol uh, cigarette-smoking people are pissed. All right, let's move on to our next item. Viewless. ABC's uh, the 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 Views host uh, Joyless Bayhart has uh, the audacity this week to try and explain racism to Senator Tim Scott. Senator Scott is a black man born in the raised in the South, and Bayhart is a privileged white woman who lives in the Hamptons. Yet she feels it's okay uh, to, with telling a black man who was raised by his mother in the South that he doesn't understand racism. One can only assume that Bayhart is basing her experience of people's hatreds towards stupid people, which she can easily be assumed that she has been on the receiving end her whole life, and that's comparable to uh, Scott's experience of in his life. All right, let's move on to our next item. Chief Dunt. White House Chief of Staff. Ron Klain said uh, Sunday that the President Biden is not responsible for the surge at the southern border. Klain said on uh, Face the Nation that people are sending children as young as six and seven on a dangerous journey. He, He went on to say, but I don't think that you can be blamed on a speech made by Joe Biden. I don't think it's, I think it's more because of the horrible conditions in Central America. Well, the Border Patrol are uh, projecting uh, 184,000 migrants will reach the southern border in fiscal 2021. And at present, uh, the Biden administration is spending uh, $60 million per week to house more than 16,000 migrants in their care. But I'm sure it has nothing to do with Biden's speech on the campaign trail where he invited the migrants to come here. All right, let's uh, check with our uh, friends over at Doppelganger Satire for an update. I'm Monocle Billycock, and this is your Doppelganger Satire news update for the fourth week in April 2021. First up this week, the 93rd Annual Academy Awards took place on Sunday night in Los Angeles, California. COVID restrictions forced the Academy to locate the first part of the ceremony in Union Station after expelling the homeless vermin that had been squatting there for months. The remainder of the festivities were held at Dolby Theater. 
Extra security measures had to be implemented, including high fencing and additional personnel, to ensure that none of the common folk could invade this most precious of spaces. Despite the restrictions, we were able to get a sneak peek at the coveted swag bags that are customarily handed out to all 20 nominees and 5 filmmakers who are in consideration for the Best Director Award. You've probably already heard about some of these items, but there were several other items that drew much less attention. These items included a free three-night stay on Jeffrey Epstein's island in the Caribbean, with transportation provided in Epstein's personal plane, nicknamed the Lolita Express, four free untouched blood transfusions with renowned L.A. clinician Dr. Emmanuel Pepperdine, which of course guarantee that all, quote, donors are 100% pure virgin and available for a, quote, meet and greet after the session. And of course, a stack of so-called convertible coupons, which are designed to be used when the card owner does not want a particular news story covered by major news outlets. As is the tradition, this year's bag was valued at roughly the median cost of a U.S. home, about $230,000. Most recipients indicated that they are excited about the convertible coupons and the trip to Epstein's Island, but they will probably be re-gifting the rest to close friends and family. A tiny company in Dallas, Texas, has seen a 12,000% increase in business in the last 12 months, thanks in large part to the impacts of COVID-19. Gilded Facade LLC was founded in 2015 by a couple of enterprising young men in their dorm rooms at Baylor University. The brothers, Michael and John Steltz, had a simple idea. In the growing age of remote work, FaceTime calls, and online classes, people are feeling unnecessary pressure to act a certain way that may not be true in real life. Quote, Our homes have long been a safe space where we can just turn off and be ourselves, close quote, said President Michael Steltz via video chat last week. Quote, These days it seems like everyone is getting invited into our homes whether we like them or not. This creates an additional stress that we try to eliminate here at Gilded Facade, close quote. Gilded Facade creates custom wallpaper that can be made to look like just about anything that you may want. Quote, our Renaissance bookshelf paper is quickly becoming our bestseller, close quote, said COO John Steltz. Quote, are you attending a class or being interviewed on a podcast about Shakespeare but have never read a single work? No problem we can whip up a wallpaper that shows every work of Shakespeare right on the bookshelf behind you. They even have a guy that has gotten sick of explaining his messy room to his mother on their calls, and so he cleaned his room once, took a high-resolution photograph of the room, and the people at Gilded Facade were able to render a high-quality wallpaper for him. Quote, he reports that his relationship with his mother has dramatically improved in the last few months, close quote. Both brothers are very excited about the future prospects. Quote, our best customers today are budding podcasters. Nothing says, I know what I'm talking about, like a full bookshelf behind you when you are speaking. Close quote. And finally this week, the Biden administration is expected to expand its list of safety proposals for American citizens. The details of the Safety and Health in Totality, or SHIT policy, are expected to be formally announced by the White House in the coming weeks. A brief overview was made available to the press this week. The new SHIT policy formalizes the requirement that all people wear multiple masks, that's two or more, when they are unable to be socially distant from others indoors or outdoors. 
It requires the use of sunscreen, at least SPF 50, if you will be outdoors for longer than 10 minutes. Quote, many people consider a tan to be an attractive sign of health and wellness, close quote, said Press Secretary Jen Psaki this week. Quote, the truth is that skin cancer can be a killer just like smoking. People should begin to see pale white skin as a sign of health and wellness. People need to start using the phrase, white is right, much more in this country, close quote. Free bike helmets, elbow pads, knee pads, hand guards, shin guards, steel-toed shoes, and safety glasses, prescription if necessary, will be distributed to every citizen over the age of two. Quote, we do not live in a dictatorship. All of these requirements will be strongly encouraged, but ultimately optional for all citizens, close quote, said Dr. Anthony Fauci when he was asked for his thoughts on the shit policy. Quote, but everyone will be required to be fully compliant if they choose to participate in certain optional activities like grocery shopping, banking, exercise, travel, working outside the home, visiting parks, visiting any government facility, or visiting any friend or family member outside of their own household. No waivers to the policy will be granted to anyone for any reason, including vaccination status, asthma, mobility concerns, or any other health condition of any kind. It's long past time that we set an example for the world and make safety the number one priority. Get more updates on the latest in the world of fake news at doppelgangersatire.com. This is Monocle Billycock for Doppelganger Satire News, signing off. All right. Well, thank you, Monocle. And now for my final thoughts of the day. Would you believe me if I said that I was stunned that the viewership of the Academy Awards was a record low this year? Nah, I wouldn't believe me either. If if I could vin- convince you that uh, that was the case, then, uh, hey, maybe I would get one of those Oscars. I think most people uh, don't want to uh, listen to a lecture from a Hollywood elite uh, as uh, what's wrong with the country. So why do you think they, that the, the stars don't get it? Could it be that the Hollywood is out of touch? Well, maybe. Is everyone in Hollywood a, a radical liberal? Eh, maybe. I think uh, more likely the explanation is people with uh, all the money that pay to have these movies made are out of touch and radical liberals. So the stars feel uh, that it's a job security to say something that's in line with these uh, moguls. And having said that, I do believe that a lot of the the stars are just plain stupid. And it's just not the movie stars. It's a lot of these uh, public figures that have uh, access to some media type or another, you know, like a TV show or a podcast or a sporting event or even just Twitter. You know, they they think they can avoid uh, being canceled if they come out against the the police or systemic racism or whatever the anti-subject is of the week. Personally, I hate these systemic uh, racist police who shoot off all their um, assault rifles so much that it's causing the temperature of the planet to drop two degrees a day. Help us, John Kerry. Help us. Now, when I speak to the the average uh, everyday person, you know, the working stiffs like you and me, they almost always say, 
uh, say something similar. Yeah, I think we have some issues here in America, but I don't think they're as bad as everybody's saying. Look, bro, I just want to do my job, uh, get a decent wage, and be able to take my wife and kids on a nice vacation every once in a while. Is that so bad? No, sir, that's not bad at all. As a matter of fact, it's called the American dream. So if you're a, a Hollywood star... The next time that uh, you're accepting an award, uh, it may be worth remembering that uh, the movies that you are in were made popular by these working stiffs who dish out some of their hard-earned uh, money to watch any movie, and they picked yours. So do you think that you want to criticize them or one of their friends or a family member? Probably not. But hey... That's just my opinion. What do I know? All right. And that's this week's Sunday Wire. Until next time, I'm Ken Lambert.